It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, it's time for a quick take. Uh, I want you to take a look at this dunk by Anthony Edwards. Throws it off the backboard to himself. Stephen, I know you're a very tough judge of dunks. How do you feel about this one? It, 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 it was nice. It was spectacular in real time. But let me say this, y'all. I, I, I need my boys to listen to me. I need you to listen to me, Christina, because regardless of what people want to think because of my presentation and delivery, my boy CC, I see you right there, big boy. Here's the deal, y'all. I don't really engage in hyperbole nearly as much as I engage in fact. This brother is something special. <laughs> yes, he, he is. is something special. He brought he brings out the dog in the rest of their team. Let me tell you something right now. He is rapidly evolving into my favorite player in the NBA. He's got an NBA body. He's a man child. He's a Skywalker. He's got game. He's got heart. Listen to what I'm saying to you on national television. Right now, when I see Anthony Edwards, I see in the making Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, MJ, Michael Jordan. I see. Listen, y'all know how I lay. I hate cold weather. I'll fly to Minnesota to see that brother. He is box office. Anthony Edwards. You hear what I'm saying to y'all? He is special. He ain't there yet in terms of the names I mentioned, but he's coming. And he is box office worthy of walking through the turnstiles to see that brother play. He is a showstopper. I want the NBA to put the Minnesota Timberwolves on national television even more. Yes. 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 Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code FIRSTTAKE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll get $150 in bonus bets. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. For New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. For Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050. For Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. For Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. For Puerto Rico, call one 800 981 0023. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
We are in for a thriller on Sunday, so let's dive into that star-studded quarterback matchup. While Patrick Mahomes has won their first two meetings in the playoffs, they both came at Arrowhead, but both Mahomes and Allen have put up big numbers when they meet, each with six touchdowns and totaling over 700 yards passing and rushing. You saw him. Christopher Canty is here. Oh, sorry, Chris Canty. I know I, I sometimes call you your full name. Uh, Canty, I'm going to start with government you. government name. I know. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, Canty, I'm going to start with you on this one. Would it be more impressive if Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl this season? Oh, it's Josh Allen, without question. I, I don't know how impressive it would be for Pat Mahomes because we already assigned that level of greatness to him. My, my, my guy been to three Super Bowls and won two of them, and he's got multiple MVPs. We're not comparing Pat Mahomes to any of his contemporaries. You compare Pat Mahomes to the greatest of all time. So that's Peyton Manning. That's Joe Montana. That's Tom Brady. And that's about the list. You're only comparing them to three quarterbacks, and those guys ain't playing right now. That's how good Pat Mahomes is. So nothing would surprise me when you're talking about him going on a Super Bowl run with, I'm sorry, a head coach that's won over 100 games with two different franchises. Now, Josh Allen, conversely, has some work to do to work himself in that conversation with Pat Mahomes, with Lamar Jackson, and with Joe Burrow. As my co-host Evan Cohen would say on Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, he would say that Josh Allen doesn't have the top-line item on his resume. Josh Allen ain't played in a Super Bowl. Josh Allen ain't won a Super Bowl. Josh Allen ain't got no MVPs. So, dog got a little more work to do before I'm going to put him in that conversation with those elite quarterbacks that I just mentioned, which is why him going on a Super Bowl run would be more impressive to me than Pat Mahomes. Go ahead, Demi. No, listen, I got to go with Josh Allen as well. And remember, week 12, when the Buffalo Bills played the Philadelphia Eagles and lost in overtime, their record was 6-6. Six and six. At that point in time, Buffalo's odds of making, making it to the playoffs were 5%. This is a team that lost two big-time players on defense, Tredavious White, Matt Milano, fired their offensive coordinator. And, Chris, you know this as well as I do. How often does it work out when you fire your play caller during the season where things work out to your advantage? It don't. It's, it don't. It rarely works out. Buffalo has been in playoff mode since then. And all they've done is won their games and now have gotten to the point where they are the number two seed in the postseason where Kansas City has to come to Orchard Park and play. And so if Josh Allen were able to, were able to seal the deal, finish the deal, and run the table and win to the Super Bowl, think of all the things that – him and that team has had to overcome this season. Think about where they have come from, from 6-6 six and six to making the, making the postseason, winning the division, and ultimately winning a championship. So for me, Josh Allen is the obvious answer. It's not obvious to me. I get where y'all are coming from, and, and y'all, and y'all um, facts cannot be summarily dismissed. But did you watch those receivers in Kansas City this year? <laughs> I mean, is it just me? I mean, them, them brothers look like Stephen A. out there. I mean, <laughs> this is all over the place. I, I mean, what the hell are we talking Stephen A. You can catch better than that, can you? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I truly can't. I truly can. It's not, it's not, it's not a first. But I mean, just because I had a choking moment on the mound, don't mean I can't catch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Get your brothers. That's a choke job. That's a choke job. See, see how easy if you're a professional athlete out there. See how easy it is. Just own it. I got on the damn mound. I saw how far it was. I said, oh damn, I ain't know it was this far. And choked. Period. You gotta own this stuff. That's how you grow. You understand what I'm saying? You in AA, for example, the first thing to, to get over the hump is acknowledging you got issues, okay? I had an issue. It's a straight choke job. However, I ain't blind. I know I got two eyes. I see pretty damn good. And I saw the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs receivers drop about 35 or 36 passes this year. And so what I'm saying to you is this. If this brother with a bunch of dudes dropping passes all over the place beats Buffalo and gets to an AFC championship game a year, I mean, that's just going to contribute to the, to, to the mystique of Patrick Mahomes, even when he got dudes that can't catch the ball. Somehow, someway, he found a way. Whether it's finding different, it's finding different receivers like Rice or, or Kelsey, or whether it's throwing the ball softer so they can catch it easier, whatever it is, <laughs> he's going to get credit for it. And that's what I'm saying. Now, you are totally right. You are totally right about Josh Allen and Buffalo, fellas, if we ain't see all them damn drops. But it ain't like we saw like 10 drops one game, another 10 another, and then they spent the rest of the season catching the ball. Oh, no. Week after week after week (laughs) after week after week. These brothers was dropping so many passes, you had college coaches saying, let's show film of the Kansas City Chiefs so we don't duplicate that. (laughs) That's how bad it was. Okay? So I'm just saying, if they transfer to that from that, to all of a sudden looking reliable and like they got Velcro on their hands, that's an ama- that's a miraculous turnaround. And I don't think we can ignore that. Well, uh, Stephen A. Smith, they can't even line up on sides. That's how bad that receiving core is at times. They had yeah. multiple penalties for being offsides. I ain't never seen that, and I played over a decade in the National Football League. But Stephen A., Here's where I got to push back. And maybe if you had a tie on, you would be a little bit sharper because you would look a little bit sharper. But here's where I'm going with this one. Here's where I'm going with this one. Just because it looks a little bit different with the Kansas City Chiefs doesn't mean that this team doesn't have the formula to compete for a title. Because this is a really good run, run game behind Isaiah Pacheco, who's like a bowling ball of knives coming downhill. And you have a top five defense with one of the best big game defensive coordinators that we've seen in the last two decades in Steve Spagnola, probably only second to Bill Belichick. And you have Andy Reid. So even if you have that deficiency with the wide receiving core, you still have a really good defense. You still have a really good run game. Two things that you absolutely have to be able to do well in order to win a title. Take it from two guys that are sitting on the set that know how to do it. What I would say is for Josh Allen, he would need to confirm Right. What the what the people are assigning to him in terms of the level of okay. greatness, well, his ability to be able to be elite, because I'm not impressed with the five wins that he's had in the playoffs. He's beaten Lamar Jackson, which is a quality impressed. win, but then Matt, Matt Jones, Skylar Thompson, Phillip Rivers, oh. and Mason Rudolph. I'm not impressed. You, you, so you him going on a Super Bowl run you play the people is what needs you play to the people You play the people out of there. That's number one. You're always telling me you got to play the people that's in front of you. That's number one. Number two, yes, pun intended. That was a very unsportsmanlike comment you made about my wardrobe right now. You understand mm. what I'm saying? And I don't appreciate <laughs> that it's unsportsman, pun intended, which unsportsman show, unsportsmanlike show on the radio, okay? 
okay, I get you, I get you. But, I, I mean, again, Woody and, and Christine, no surprise there, didn't tell you. The look, first of all, I'm suave, I'm smooth, I look pretty damn good, if I should say so myself. And on top of it all, on top of it all, CC, it's because I've been summoning the Port Charles, my brother. I'm you just trying to tell you. And I'm going out on a date <laughs> on the soap opera. So because I'm out on a date, I got a different look. You see what uh, I'm saying? Okay. You all can't right, just okay, roll all up right, there, okay, all buttoned all right. up, all formal. You got to step back, relax, and, and, and put your Mac on. I mean that 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 that's what it is. You see that that that's why. That's oh, why. So we go. So we go. So we gonna see your true game. That's what we are gonna we gonna see about your true game. It's the, it's well, the love I, I, doctor. I, 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 he got the love I, I, doctor coming I, 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 out. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, say it if it's true. Say it if it's true. Say it if it's true. You know. As long as we don't talk on me again. That's all it is. Oh, please, dear God. They got to do listen. They got to do it. Okay. I know we got to go. All right. Hey, hey, Molly Karam here. Warm up with the hottest games live with Vivid Seats. No matter the sport, Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love. Plus, with Vivid Seats rewards, you can score free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, an annual birthday discount, and much more. They're the only ticket company in the game that rewards fans for every single purchase. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the pod. Sports betting analyst Joe Fortenbaugh is joining us now. Joe, let's start with the first game of the weekend. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens host rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud and the Texans. What is the play there? First half bet here. So we're not worried at all about the third quarter and the fourth quarter. We like the Baltimore Ravens in the first half of this game. Houston's a bit overvalued, in my opinion, based on what we've seen the last two weeks. Impressive, yes, but they were indoor games against average defenses. This is an outdoor game against a very good defense that's well-rested. Houston's going to struggle to run the ball. They're going to struggle to throw the ball as well. No Tank Dell, no Noah Brown at wide receiver. These guys are really banged up. How are you going to move the ball consistently on this Ravens defense? As for Baltimore, Lamar Jackson in his career is covering the spread 67% of the time in the first half. 67%. That's insane. We're going to lay it with the Ravens in the first half. I'm going to disagree with you on this, Joe. I think that because Baltimore has had the week off, they're going to start out a little rusty. I think as the game wanes, their defense will intensify and it'll be more problematic for Houston. I think any shot that Houston has is to get off to an earlier start, which I think that they will do. So I'm going to go with Houston in the first half. I'm going to take the five and a half, although I think that Baltimore will come on from the second quarter on and obviously amp it up and ultimately win the game. Okay, switching over to the other Saturday game. Jordan Love and the Packers travel to the Bay to take on Purdy and the 49ers. What is the best bet in that one? Points. A lot of points in this one. We're going to bet the over at 50 and a half. Look at Green Bay's offense. First nine games of the season, they're scoring about 19 points per game. Last nine games of the season, they have found another level, scoring 28 points per game. They've been on fire. And the weak spot of the San Francisco 49ers is their secondary, so the Packers should be able to hit a couple home runs here. Now on the other side, you got a Packer defense that ranks 23rd in efficiency, and they were on the field for 89 snaps against the Cowboys last week. The Niners have had essentially three weeks of rest to get ready for this game since they didn't play their starters in week 18. I think they hang a big number. We're going over 50 and a half. Easily, I agree with you for all the reasons you just pointed out. I can't even debate it. 
All right, uh, to Sunday football we go. The Lions host Tampa Baker, Mayfield, and the Buccaneers. What is the play on that one? I like Tampa plus six and a half. I'm going to wait for the seven. Hopefully we get the seven, which is a key number. But if we don't, we'll play it for a little less at six and a half. I see Detroit as an overvalued team coming into this game. No one wants to say it. I will. Sean McVay blew it last week. He was too liberal with his timeouts. He was way too conservative with his play calling in the red zone. And at the end of that game with the punt, it cost him. Detroit shouldn't even be here. People forget that that offense went to sleep in the second half of that game. Now they're laying six and a half against a good Tampa defense. People overlook this defensive unit because they've been banged up for a lot of the season. But since week 13, they're giving up just 15 points per game. Mayfield's going to be able to throw the ball quite a bit in this game. That Lions pass defense is suspect. I'll take the points with the Buccaneers. I don't think it's going to be suspect against Tampa Bay. I respectfully disagree with you. I'm going to go in the opposite direction. And I'd like to add this. The Los Angeles Rams, in my opinion, are a better and more complete team than Tampa Bay. I get what you're saying about how the Rams could have easily won that game. The Rams could have easily been in an NFC Championship game because some people thought they were the ultimate threat and sleeper against the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC. And so I look at it from that perspective. I don't view Tampa Bay in the same light as I view the Los Angeles Rams, especially offensively. I'm going to go against you on this one. Okay, finally, we got part three of the Chiefs versus the Bills postseason matchups where Mahomes and Kansas City go on the road to take on Josh Allen and Buffalo. What is the best bet in that one? I'm going to play the Chiefs plus three. Now, I could sit here and tell you a big reason for the handicap here is the rest, okay? Kansas City has eight days to get ready. They rested their starters in week 18. Meanwhile, Buffalo's playing on six days rest because of the postponement. That's the handicap. The real reason I'm playing the Chiefs, I married in the Bills Mafia, and I'm tired of Mahomes breaking my wife's heart, and then I have to clean up the mess at night. Hey, till death do we part. I'm happy to do it. But if I'm going to be doing it again on Sunday, I better at least make a little money in the process. I want the Chiefs plus the points. I'm taking. I'm going with Buffalo minus the points. I'm going with Buffalo in this particular situation. I think that it's going to be a difficult afternoon slash evening for the Kansas City Chiefs. I just think I just look at their receivers. I look at Buffalo. I look at that climate. I look at the fact that they're finally getting the Kansas City Chiefs on their home turf in front of a crowd, as opposed to during COVID and stuff like that in a game that obviously matters significantly. I'm a roll with Buffalo on this one. Such a good husband, Joe. Good job with that. Uh, be sure to check out Joe's radio show, Carlin versus Joe, today at 12 p.m. Thank you. We'll see you later. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Welcome back to First Take. Even after another early exit from the playoffs, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones confirmed yesterday that head coach Mike McCarthy will get a chance to run it back next season for his fifth and final year of his contract. Here's McCarthy on why Cowboys fans should keep believing. I believe that uh, the, the direction, you know, the leadership 
um, everything is in place. And um, I'm not very comfortable talking about myself, but I came here to win a championship. I didn't come here to get another contract or um, anything other than that. Um, I came to Dallas to win the world championship, and that's why I'm standing here and um, buy into us. Now, meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin confirmed he will be returning after his Steelers failed to pick up their first playoff win since 2016. Yesterday, he addressed the media for the first time since his abrupt walkout the other day and talked about next season's expectations. Take a listen. We want to be world champions. Um, every year, um, we build with that intention. Um, we're not this year. So there's disappointment, obviously, with that. Um, there's consequences of that. Um, we're really just at the beginning stages of assessing the why um, and then continually plotting, a, a course, to move forward. Those will be our intentions in 2024 uh, to be world champions. Do you believe that next year's quarterback is currently on your roster? Yes. All right, we got Stephen A., we got Chris Canty, and we got D. Wood here. Damien, I'm going to start with you. Which team or which fan base, excuse me, should be encouraged moving forward, more encouraged? You know, I had an answer set um, who I was going to go with originally, but I'm, I'm going to pull an audible right here. Uh-oh. I, I, don't, I don't think – I don't think – I don't think either fan base should be all that fired up, to be honest with you. Um, here's why. You know, I spent two hours this morning on Get Up talking about fighting with Mike Tannenbaum and, and, and Dan, you know – Dan Graziano about Mike McCarthy. And I, listen, they, everyone wants to throw out all the stats. Mike McCarthy, how many regular season games he's won. You know, Dak playing at MVP level. CeeDee Lamb putting up probably offensive player. All, all these type of things. And what has he accomplished in the postseason? In four years, one playoff win. Mm. One. Okay? Against one, a team with a losing record. record. One playoff win. Okay. Like, Mike McCarthy has done nothing, has proven nothing as far as getting the Dallas Cowboys closer to a championship. Now let's go over to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think most people hold Mike Tomlin in very high regard. Mike Mike Tomlin, over his tenure, has never had a losing season. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've said that, we've heard that time and time again. But I'm going to use Mike Tomlin's own quote in this situation. The standard is the standard. So what is the standard in Pittsburgh? Is it, well, I haven't had a losing season? Or is it about championships? Well, where are the Pittsburgh Steelers as it relates to winning a championship right now? Do we have more questions about Pittsburgh Steelers than answers? Because they damn sure don't have a quarterback. Look at the teams in that division. Baltimore's not going anywhere, okay? The Cleveland Browns with all of their injuries, all of their injuries, we're 12 and 5. Joe, they plucked Joe Flacco off of the couch and we're 12 and 5. Joe Burrow is coming back. So, where does that lead the Pittsburgh Steelers? One of the story franchises that we have in the National Football League. It's not good enough to just say, oh, I haven't had a losing record. Yeah, that might, that sounds great, but we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Pittsburgh Steelers should be all about championships. When I think of the Steelers, I think of those 70s teams, you know, that that were the staple in the National Football League, Mm -hmm. okay? That's what I think of when I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this whole notion of, well, I haven't had a losing record, yeah, that's great, but that's not the Pittsburgh standard. That's not their standard. So for me, when I look at those fan bases, 
How can I really, at this point in time, at this point in time, how can I really be enthused with either well, one of those teams? Considering of, how, the dud that the, the, the Dallas Cowboys lay with Mike McCarthy and with the state of where the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now. Well, first of all, you're being damn slick because you're taking so damn long, you ain't giving us an opportunity to get in. You try to do that on purpose because you don't want us time to get back at you. That's what you're doing. You're doing that on purpose. You're being slick. You're being slick. All right, all right, all right. I'm trying to. Secondly, you took my answer because I ain't excited about either of them. I ain't mm. excited about either. You did the audible. That was my answer. I didn't need to do an audible. I, I, yes, that I was did. my answer from Jump Street. Let me tell you why, in all seriousness. Mike McCarthy, that championship comment, I ain't going to belabor that point. You know how I feel about that. We got a championship, uh, uh, a culture. What the hell is he talking about? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he should be in that. It's an asinine comment. He, he should have been, been dismissed just based on that level of ignorance, okay? You got 14 champ NFC title game appearances over a 26-year period before they won their last, you know, up to the time that they won their last Super Bowl. And in the last 29 years, they don't have a single one. And he going to utter some ridiculous nonsense like that out of his mouth. Now I got to get to Tomlin because we know I love this brother. And I believe in this brother. And as, as, as a diehard Pittsburgh Steeler fan, God love him. Happy he's staying there. There's no doubt about that. But damn, to say what he said yesterday, here's where I got depressed about his press conference. I was fine with everything he said. And I was fine with him being there because I don't think his situation is the same as Dallas. Dallas has had Dak Prescott. This man's been looking for a quarterback for years. And by the way, before Big Ben Roethlisberger has retired. So let's get that out of the way here. But I'm looking at some of these stats here involving Mike Tomlin, okay? Since Big Ben Roethlisberger is retired, their scoring offense is 28th. Their passing yards is 27th. Their dead last, all right, with 25 touchdown passes in two years, and their passer rating ranks 26th. This is a franchise. The standard is the standard, as he would say. Pittsburgh Steelers have six Super Bowl championships on their resume in franchise history. They have not won a playoff game since 2016. It's going on nine years. They're one of only seven teams that have that, that, have that docked against them, okay? We're talking about that. We're talking about a 3-8 and eight playoff record, okay? This is what we're talking about since they won the Super Bowl in 2010. 3-8, and eight, and oh, by the way, six one-and-done postseasons. Six. And so I'm looking at all of that, and I'm saying, you're going to sit there. I have never, ever gotten on Mike Tomlin for a quote because ain't nobody better at press conferences than that, brother, okay? This is the first time we have... Our quarterback in on that roster? Where? Where the hell is he? <laughs> Where? Can he pick it? Up until up until up until a few weeks ago, Mason Rudolph was more famous for getting knocked upside his head by Miles Garrett with his own helmet than he was for throwing the damn football. Spanning years. Can he pick it? Well, now we went from believing he, we believed in him and had potential to saying the only reason he's there is because the Pittsburgh Panthers, the University of Pittsburgh, they practice at the same facility as the Steelers. And that's why y'all had a personal – that must have been the reason he was the quarterback. And don't get me started on Mitchell Trubisky. Don't get me started. You're trying to tell me 
You answer that question with a yes? The quarterback is on this roster? I went from saying, all right, Najee Harris and, and Pickens and Johnson and Fryermuth and the defense, because T.J. Watt back in, and when he in the lineup, we know what they are defensive. I went from feeling this to literally plummeting to the state of despair, all right, comparable to what Dallas Cowboy fans feel when I heard Mike Tomlin say, our quarterback is in this room, is in our locker room. Really? Oh, my Lord. I, 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 I instantly lost all faith. Literally, it's the first time that I can recall that I'm praying that a coach was lying to me. I'm praying he was lying, and he just said that to the press just to sit up there and throw everybody off while he goes out there and tries to get a Justin Fields or dare I even say Kirk Cousins. I got to sit up here and pray for Kirk Cousins. That's how bad the Steelers quarterback situation is. I got to pray for Kirk Cousins for crying out loud. That is the state of affairs with Steeler Nation because of their quarterback position. All right, well, well, Stephen A., I ain't going to take as long as you did with that long soliloquy. You getting on Damian Woody, you trying to run out the clock on me. Here's what I'll say. My answer is the Pittsburgh Steelers, they should be more encouraged, and I'm going to take your words and use them against you, Stephen A., in order to fix a problem, you got to acknowledge that there is a problem. At he did least it. Mike Tomlin in the presser said, hey, we're going to bring in competition at the quarterback spot. Yeah, I might think our quarterback that's going to be a starter is on the roster, but that ain't a guarantee. And there's a lot of time left when it's, when, between now and when they kick the season off. But to your point, the quarterback play for Mike Tomlin even at the end with Ben Roethlisberger, was absolutely atrocious. Since 2018, since, well, not even since 2018, since their last playoff win, their QBR ranks 22nd in the National Football League. Their passer rating ranks 23rd really? in the National Football League. I thought it was How worse. the hell are you supposed to win in today's NFL without having good quarterback play? Even average quarterback play, that's below average. So Mike Tomlin is demonstrating that he can wring every ounce of potential out of the talent that they put on the roster, but your issue with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it ain't with Mike Tomlin, it's with the front office, and they're talking about front office decisions when you think about the quarterback situation moving forward. Now, as far as Mike McCarthy is concerned, I I don't know what world he's living in where it's okay to have that much of a lack of awareness when after you've won 36 games over the past three years, Your job is questioned, and you don't think that you have to change something about your process. To sit here and try to tell us that you got a championship culture when we talk about you getting fired is absolutely ludicrous, to use a word from my brother Ryan Clark. It makes no sense. That was an opportunity yesterday for him to say, we're examining everything because when we get to the playoffs, it's not good enough. To have a 1-3 record over the last three years in the postseason, including two losses at home to quarterbacks that are deemed lesser players than Dak Prescott, is inexcusable, and it just plays into the narrative of Mike McCarthy and his career as a coach. No coach has proven they can do less with more than Mike McCarthy. Well, I got to tell you, I didn't, I, wasn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't recognize that Ryan Clark used the word ludicrous. I never heard him use that. So you're quoting him. I don't know how accurate that is. Well, I'll have to investigate that. Okay. But secondly, <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the heads up about what Mike Tomlin said in its completion because I did not know that he said we were bringing in competition. But I still have a problem with that. You know why? Because anybody that's competitive with the quarterbacks – 
as far as I'm concerned, are on their level. You should not have a tough time finding a better quarterback than the quarterbacks in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. That should not be that hard. I'm sorry. Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubisky, or Mason Rudolph, if you can't find a quarterback better than those three, I want to scope your entire scouting department. I want to look at who the hell are you employing. It shouldn't be that hard. It really shouldn't. Not those three. Not those three. No. All right, we got to leave it there uh, and get to break. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Just said solid dancing by yeah. Dan Orloff. I feel like yeah, Dan, she did. Dan yeah, she did. a little bit she of did. rhythm. He does uh, have uh, a little uh, bit of the rhythm. Producers, the producers, ESPN, after the show's over, I want Christine suspended immediately. <laughs> immediately and, and indefinitely. I, I don't know what's wrong with her. I mean, I want her suspended. And, and, and so we, we, have to, we have to check what's going on. Upstairs, like, because she just finished saying Dan Orlovsky, he looked like he could dance. You must be crazy. It looks like he, had, he at least can hear the music and, like, stay on beat. That's all I'm saying. You know what? He he looked like somebody. He looked like somebody willing to go on dancing with the stars that has no business thinking about doing <laughs> such a thing. I would love to see That's that. That's how he looked. All right, let's talk some football. Saturday, Jordan Love and the Packers will face the NFC's top seed, the 12-5 San Francisco 49ers, marking an NFL-high 10th playoff showdown between the two franchises. The Niners coming off a bye while Love had a career performance against the Cowboys, going 16 for 21 with three touchdowns and no picks. D. Wood, I'm going to start with you on this one. Can Love repeat his wild card performance versus the 49ers? He could. I'm not going to disrespect what Jordan Love is. There anyone who's watched Jordan Love the second half of the season? Tell me a quarterback play, that played better than Jordan Love the second half of the season. Jordan, Jordan Love has been nothing short of phenomenal mm. the second half of the season. And when you have the, the run game, the run game to go along with it, Aaron Jones over the last four games has over 100 yards in each of the last four games. You know what that does? That only enhances the play-action pass. And that's where Jordan Love has been slicing and dicing folks out here. And so when you go up against the, the San Francisco 49ers, okay, obviously the number one thing you got to do is you got to contend with that, that front. Their front, they have one of well, – since they made that trade, that trade for Chase Young, mm-hmm. they have literally had one of the best front fours of getting after the quarterback, okay? But guess what the Green Bay Packers do well? They protect the quarterback well. No doubt. They have, because they have one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League. So, listen, what we saw from Green Bay was not a fluke against the Dallas Cowboys. It's a team – it's a young team that's coached ex- extraordinarily well with Matt LaFleur, as Steve Nate likes to say, Matt LaFleur. Like, they are coached extremely <laughs> well on offense. They got a ton, a ton of young playmakers on offense. That's They're going to give San Francisco 49ers some problems on the back end. Here's what I want to say. I'm not picking them to beat the San Francisco 49ers because I think where the, the, where the deficit is where the real advantage is Green Bay defense. I don't think Green Bay's defense is going to be able to hold down San Francisco 49ers offense with all those playmakers, but I do think Jordan Love will get after this San Francisco offense. I mean, San Francisco defense. 
They can, <laughs> but they won't. I mean, they're not, they're not doing that. They're not doing that. It ends this weekend for the Green Bay Packers. Major props to Matt LaFleur, who, by the way, has done an exceptional job this yes, season. There was a time when we looked like they were on nosedive, and, and I got on them riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers. I was wrong based on what we saw last weekend and the job that he has done as this season has progressed with Jordan Love. Over the last nine games, I believe it's like 21 touchdowns, just one interceptions. I mean, this brother has yeah. really, really balled. Jordan Love, I believe in this brother. He's a stud. The future is in good hands in Green Bay with Jordan Love as their quarterback. Damn it, he looks a little bit like Aaron Rodgers throwing that damn football off his back yeah. foot. You know, I mean, this brother's special. He got, he's got skills. Make no mistake about it. So give Green Bay a boatload of credit. Give Coach Matt LaFleur a boatload of credit. I have no doubt about that. I don't know if we're going to see Aaron Jones running the football like that again. I can't see that happening. Not against San Francisco. And if you can't run the football that way, it's going to put more pressure on you to throw, which is going to give those brothers an opportunity. Greenlaw and, and, and Bolser and the rest of the crew. Warner and those boys an opportunity to come at you. I understand San Francisco's secondary has looked suspect from time to time, but up until Baltimore beat them down, we thought they were the best team in football. I think they remind us of that this weekend. I think offensively they put Green Bay in a hole, and obviously Green Bay is going to find itself having to dig itself out, which means they're going to drop back to pass, and Jordan Love is going to be target practice for that front seven, and I think it's going to get severely compromised. Green Bay goes down. We applaud them for the season they had. We definitely applaud them for sending those damn Cowboys home and making the Cowboys fans <laughs> across the globe as miserable as I love to see them be. I thank them for them, their efforts, their production. It is very, very, very much appreciated. But it ends now. You go home. San Francisco goes to the NFC Championship game. Jordan Love ain't going to do much this, 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 this coming weekend. Oh, no, get, that's, that's, Steve, no, 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 no. no, Stephen A., that's where you're wrong. Because here's the thing. I expect San Francisco's going to win this game, but that don't mean that Jordan Love can't. You got to give respect to the hottest quarterback give in football, respect. like Damian said, since week 11. Nobody has a better QBR. Right. And you also have to give props to the hottest play caller in the NFL, which is Matt LaFleur. Think about this. This is the first year that Matt LaFleur has been able to implement his offense. Not Aaron Rodgers and Matt Hackett's offense offense, but actual his offense, and you saw that against the Dallas Cowboys, how they put defenses in a bind by being able to marry the run game and the pass plays. Think about the touchdown to Luke Musgrove, the formation, the action. There was a run play to Aaron Jones couple of plays earlier on that drive. That's what led to Luke Musgrove being wide open and the closest nearest defender was the post safety 25 yards away. That's what Matt LaFleur is capable of doing. And Damian talked about the pass protection for Jordan Love. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with the personnel for the Green Bay Packers offensive line, but it's also the formations that Matt LaFleur is building out for his offense. It's clear that there is a protection-first mentality. Keep Jordan Love so, clean, and he's going to look like ladies love Cool J, not Todd Smith, but Jordan Love last week dropping back, licking his lips at the Dallas Cowboys secondary. <laughs> That's what he's going to look like. Really the San Francisco, the San really Francisco 49ers. You really, really, no. you compare Jordan Love to LL? 
Cool J, how dare you? That, 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 that's where he at. That where, that's what I, I mean, hey, I, I, hey, I, I, he's going to play like that, that's what I'm going to call him. That's how good he was against the Dallas Cowboys. That's how good he was. You could say, yeah, yeah, that's how good it was, but that damn sure ain't going to happen against the San Francisco 49ers. You can cancel that dream. I don't give a damn how much they try to protect him. What the hell is wrong with you going to bring up my boy LL like that? With Jordan oh, he, Love, he LL, be LL, has, LL, has, LL has withstood the test of time. Spanning decades, one of the greatest artists and entertainers this nation, this world has ever seen. And a dude that show up in his first playoff game playing against them damn Cowboys, all of a sudden, he deserved to, he deserved to be mentioned in the same breath as LL. I mean, what the hell is wrong with you? For Shane, that's blasphemy, okay? But it's all right. It's all right. I understand this. I understand how you're feeling. I get all of that. But it ends now. I got mad respect for what I'm seeing from Green Bay. But you're right. The very youth that you're applauding is what I think works against them in a game of this magnitude. Because it's not just the quarterback that's young. It's the receivers who are young, too. Got skills, no doubt about it. But they're relatively young. And I think that's going to play a role in all of this as well. Green Bay goes down. Stephen A., that LL Cool J impersonation. Pretty solid. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't understand it, man. <laughs> What's up? You can't say that about LL. You know, novice deserve to be mentioned in the same breath as LL. You got most yeah. rap artists who've been around for a decade that don't deserve to be mentioned in the same breath as LL, let alone a damn novice football player who's really good, by the way. He is really good. Really good. Uh, I yeah. want to mention, because really you mentioned good. his QBR, his 99.3 total QBR is the highest in a playoff game since the metric began. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Welcome back to First Take. All right, guys, uh, let's get your final game picks for the weekend. We got a good weekend of football. Chris Candy, I'm going to start with you. Texans, Ravens, who you got in that one? Uh, as much as I love C.J. Stroud, I'm going Baltimore Ravens. Triple crown defense. They led the league in points allowed, sacks, and turnovers. Stroud plays well, but the Ravens defense too much. Lamar gets them to the championship rounds. I, I echo that. I think the Ravens, I think defensively, they're the best defense in the league. I think offensively, they're so uh, multi-dimensional, you know, especially with the weapons that they have on offense. Could be getting David, David Andrews back at tight end, which is another piece, so I'm picking Baltimore. I'm going with Baltimore as well, but let me do that with an air of caution. Mm. I thought the Cleveland Browns would beat Houston because I thought the defense was so elite that they would wreak havoc, and as a result, it would put pressure on Houston's quarterback and they wouldn't be able to handle it collectively. That changed. And if you could do that to Cleveland's defense, what if he does that to Baltimore's defense? Watch out. I'm going right, with the Ravens, be, but watch out. We got to be quick with these next ones. Packers at 49ers. Canty, who you got? I got the 49ers. Um, Kyle, Shan- uh, Kyle Shanahan, 5-0, and when he has more than a week's worth of rest since 2022. 49ers, for me, Green Bay's defense, I won't, won't be able to contain all the weapons the 49ers have. 49ers, for all the reasons I mentioned eloquently a few minutes ago. All right, Bucks at Detroit. Chris? Lions, they're the better team. Lions, they're playing at home. Homer? Yeah. You're a homer. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> we all should be a homer. 
when it comes to the Lions and that environment we saw last week and we can only imagine it's going to exist this weekend? Lions. All right. Lastly, Christopher Canty, Chiefs on the road at Buffalo. Uh, it's Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid to otherwise notify. Give me the Chiefs. I'll take the Bills. I think it's Josh Allen's time. Bills. Close. Thriller. But Bills. All right. It's going to be a very solid weekend in the NFL. Enjoyed our time today. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy the weekend. We will see you guys on Monday. And hopefully Tampa Baker comes out with a victory. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks. Predicting upsets. Winning my bracket group. And leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate.